I understand that, but I like the uh I like so the, the one cartoon that, guys carrying the carrying the chairs around. That's pretty funny. Dude, his your 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 description of that Rogers of it being a big lot looks like a big lots lots guy in Dundalk was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't even think about that until you said that. Like, Dude. Holy so those were <laughs> those, those weird ones were done by like just like Dolly, which is like a chat GPT AI thing. But the yeah. other ones I sent over were from like from Upwork, so actually somebody did those, so we get as many, we can revise them as much as we want. Oh, that's cool. So the wait, the the one that like looks like an official logo, the the red and uh, black like and the, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was my favorite, and I figured we can kind of like adjust from there as long as Rogers likes that one. I'm I'm on board with that. I like them. Yeah, cool. Isn't it just not the big last guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to manage. Oh no! Hey, can you can you turn your uh, phone horizontal? There we go. Oh yeah. Let me see. Let me see that gorgeous body. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode one. Of the Gary Williams Stole My Lawn Furniture podcast. Uh, we're basically be talking all Maryland sports, probably all sports in general, uh, especially with playoffs coming up and if the Ravens don't suck. Uh, coming out of a bye week, knock on wood, last time we did this, we did not look very good against Buffalo. So, um, yeah, let's kick it off. Since yesterday, we kind of figured out who the Ravens are playing. We're playing the the Texans at four thirty on Saturday. Dustin, I think you had all the odds and stuff on that. How's everybody feeling about that? I think uh, well, it's the Ravens minus nine. The over under is forty four. I think the over under is a little low, um, given the weather's supposed to be pretty clear and Houston's offense looks really good. I think uh, it's going to be a pretty high scoring game, and I'm looking to go over on that. Pretty uh, pretty quickly out of the gate. That's going to be uh, a good bet. That's going to be something I'm going to be gambling on this weekend. Over minus nine. I don't like minus nine. You don't like minus nine? <clears throat> a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of points right there. I definitely think the over is a solid lock, but um, definitely a lot of points. It's a big sprint. Especially the Dude, Stroud looks really fucking good. Stroud looks great, but <laughs> Cleveland's defense didn't play anybody all year, and I think it showed. Also, Flacco just kind of gave them the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that doesn't really matter um, as far as what Stroud looked like. I mean, he just 275 and, what, three touchdowns I think he had. Like he just yeah. looked like he made it look easy, but I agree with you. I don't. I don't think Cleveland. I think Cleveland's defense was overrated all year. Yeah. Um, the over in this game, from my perspective, is some of our weapons are coming back. If we get Andrews out there, we can run two tight end sets with him and Likely, and then um, we can see what Dalvin Cook brings to the table since Keon Mitchell was out for the season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to see, see what he does there. I, I don't I'm wonder how, how many how many carries do you think he's gonna get? Yeah, exactly. 
I think it's going to be mostly Gus and Justice Phil. I think we'll probably throw Galvin Cook in there, you know, maybe four or five carries, see what he's got. But he still doesn't really even know the playbook. But it's just a veteran in the locker room. I don't think it was a bad – it was a bad pickup. Better than Melvin Gordon. I mean – Yeah, <laughs> better than the, the guy who fumbles every other down. <clears throat> I think it yeah. really boils down to uh, do we think that Lamar is – past the uh, playoff woes do you think they'll come back up you guys think this season we're looking we have a better looking offense we have a lot more weapons for him um this matchup against houston's defense looks pretty pretty good we put up 40 some points on them earlier in the season um do you think uh do you think lamar can take care of the ball and you think we'll uh we'll keep control of the ball and be able to um Keep control of the game early. I think we'll keep control of the game early. With Lamar, it always comes down to a question, is he going to fumble? Because he carries the ball like a loaf of bread a majority of the time when he takes off. So turnovers, just like in any football game, are going to play a massive, massive, massive uh, role in this. But um, I do think, going to the question of his playoff woes, the playoff experience now that he has accrued over time, plus some of the leadership they brought that we brought in with the OBJs, the Nelson Aguilar's having them on the team will definitely give us more playoff experience and uh, probably calm Lamar down a little bit. Yeah, I when's the last time Lamar fumbled? Because I, I mean, Christ, that was such a big thing last year and at the beginning of this season it was driving me nuts. But it's been a while. This like yeah. probably since like what week four or something. He's he's done a good job recently. But I, I agree with you that if if that start starts popping up again, that's gonna I mean, turnovers, man, that's good. That's really what's going to kill him. That was the, the the reason we lost those couple games early to those teams, to uh, Steelers. I think it was Steelers, Colts, and the Browns we lost early to. was just yeah. us taking Game. leads and then giving the ball away for no reason. And we really – we did do a better job of uh, getting that um, – keeping the ball more secured going down the, uh, the stretch. But obviously the playoffs – it's a different animal, you know, one ball bounces the wrong way early and it can spiral quickly. Turnovers were red zone turnovers, which obviously takes points off the board and really just, you know, yeah. backhand slap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, realistically, they, they should have – I mean, we could have mm. ended the season with two losses, really, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we shouldn't have lost to the Colts and they, they shouldn't have lost to the Steelers the first time. In, in my opinion. Um, so, did you, you guys say – <laughs> Yeah. You I guys see Tomlin I mean, yesterday. Yeah. Freaking out after the uh, – after the I actually, I actually loved it, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I did too. I respect the shit out of that guy. You gotta get, <laughs> I mean, you get sick of hearing this shit, man. Like, yeah. obviously, it's loud in Pittsburgh right now, and I heard some crazy stats today about, like, his playoff record. But, I mean, just – Right after a playoff loss, you're going to ask that question, and he's got a year left on his contract. I would be like, "Yeah, fuck off," and then walk. I would, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Roll was absolutely awesome. <laughs> uh, so Mark Andrews, I know, obviously he's he's clear to play. Is he? Do we think how much playing time do we think he's actually going to get here? Like, do we think he's healthy enough to play a full game? Is he going to be? Like, 
second tight like is he gonna be taking likely spot where when likely was playing quarter of the snaps where Mark Andrews was fully healthy? What are, what are we thinking? Play yet? I know he's he's we've opened up his practice window. Do they say he's actually gonna play in the game? Uh he has not been he has not been officially cleared to play as okay. far as I know. Um Okay. They're hopeful that he can suit up this weekend as far as I understand, but um I think this weekend we'll learn a lot about him uh, based on if he plays, how much he plays um, moving forward in the playoffs. Obviously, hopefully the Ravens take care of business uh, as they're expected to. Um, And then we can see more out of him maybe moving further into the playoffs. Um, To ease him back in. You can't just throw him out there for, you know, what he was doing before. Yeah, his usage usage is way too high. Even even just a red zone decoy. I mean, the yeah. guy's gonna gardener the guy's gonna gardener two guys on him in, in the red zone no matter what. I yeah, mean, even could, if he can't run. They could use him as a basically third down packages and goal line kind of thing, and then just let likely do the brunt of the work between the twenties. Um yeah. which is what I I would assume that they're gonna do that. Yeah, I would agree. I would hundred percent agree. I guess we touched on it. What uh, Steelers game? That was pretty rough. Yeah, um, that, was ugly. that was ugly. Every game, this, every game this weekend was ugly, except for the Rams Lions. That was the only game worth watching. <laughs> that was the only game I thought was going to be worth um, watching. To be honest with you, I'm yeah. ecstatic for Detroit. Man, that was that was that atmosphere looked awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm kind of hoping they uh, take care of business this weekend. I think they will. I think that's another thing I will probably be gambling on this weekend. I think Lions minus six against the Bucks. Uh, I think Baker had his time to shine. I think the Eagles were uh, were they had a lot of problems, and I think the Bucks kind of exposed them. But I think the Lions offense is is a wagon. I don't. I really don't know how the Bucks are going to stop them. Agree with you, Dustin, and. Uh... <clears throat> Did you see the Detroit fans booing Matthew Stafford's kids? His four dogs. Yeah. What are you doing? That's I didn't think they'd boo him. I didn't think they'd boo Matt Stafford in general. I mean, obviously, let alone his kids yeah. and his wife on the sideline. But yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I, he did so much for that city. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the kids still cool. root for him. They were saying like the kids like literally root for Detroit when like on every weekend. Like yeah. they're Detroit fans, and then they root for their dad. <laughs> yeah, we would never do anything like that in Baltimore. I don't think that. Uh... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a classic group. <laughs> I don't know, man. That I, was I, I. I love the like that atmosphere. It looked like a college game. Take the Chiefs over the Bills this week, um, just because the Bills sustained so many injuries, um, and I think Kansas City's getting hot again, and that scares me if the Ravens are lucky enough to advance. I agree with that. I think uh, Buffalo is going to scare some people by uh, by uh, kind of taking it to Pittsburgh a little bit, even though Pittsburgh put up a fight, um, kind of in the with second, a third, third string quarter. quarterback. Yeah, with the third string quarterback, but I think um, I think I think Buffalo's uh, problems are going to be the quarterback uh, loves throwing interceptions at uh, pretty bad times, and uh, at some point that's going to hit. And Casey's defense has been playing well. It's going to be cold as shit in Buffalo, 
And uh, I think that's going to be a, a more of a low scoring uh, kind of uh, whoever, uh, whoever plays better defense. And I think KCP defense is better. What's the over under in that one? I know it's at Buffalo and I'm sure it's going to be cold as hell again. The over-under in that game is 46 and a half as of right now on DraftKings. I don't know. Yeah, but I agree. I, I mean, think Casey, be I think Casey wins that. Yeah, I don't think that – I think that playoff game maybe a couple years ago where uh, where Casey and Buffalo had that crazy playoff game, I think that that's going to drive that number up a little bit towards game time. And if you want to bet the under, maybe wait. Um, because I think that that, that over-under will go up a little bit. And I mean, I don't really, I, I don't really know why Buffalo is favored by two and a half either. I mean, I just, I guess everyone's got a false sense of hope with them right now. With the it's Steelers. just home field, you home think? field. The Steelers, KC hasn't been KC up until this last game that they played, the first game of playoffs. But I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, I'd say, I mean, Mahomes is still king right now until you knock him off. You guys have a feel um, for uh, Packers Packers plus nine and a half going into San Fran. You think they have a chance? Uh, of course they have a chance. It'd be foolish to say they don't, but, I mean, the, the Niners are just a force. Um, I actually like the Lions to beat the, the Niners. If the Niners and Lions are playing um, – I'd be to just completely disregard the Lions. But the Packers, I think, don't stand a chance. And even I think Packers fans, if they lose, if they lose this game, I think Packers fans are still happy looking forward, knowing what they have for next season. Absolutely. I think they're ecstatic. Absolutely. I think that that was that was like their Super Bowl last week against Dallas. I think there's there's a chance there's a big letdown and San Francisco's got a lot of guys who can make you miss, and the Packers aren't the best team at tackling. Um, and we saw that with the Eagles last night. <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't tackle anyone. Yeah, what was up with that? I I wrote off the first the first two couple games like I don't know, K, the KC game, and then um, uh, shit. Why am I blanking right now? Um, the Buffalo and, and Pittsburgh game. I, I was like, the tackling is terrible, but I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just because it's cold as shit. But like, I, I'm, I feel like the tackling hasn't been great this playoff so far by anybody, really. Yeah, except for the whatever, teams that won, I guess. Whatever the fuck happened to the Eagles midseason? That is stunning, given all the leadership they have: Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey. Um, and how, how in the hell they didn't? Something had to happen in that locker room. Like, it just looked like there was no fucking fight left in these guys anymore. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I mean, they were winning close games, but they're ten and one. They're obvious. I mean, they're they're they have a fast track to the one seed in the NFC, and then all of a sudden, they can't do anything right. It was like, and it wasn't yeah. like they were dropping left and right with injuries. I mean, they they lost AJ Brown for the game last night, but he was playing for the for the most part up until uh until the playoffs. Shane Steichen, the, the reason. I uh, maybe a lot of a lot of people in Philly are are calling for both coordinators. Obviously, Matt Patricia is probably not going to be uh, sticking around too long. But yeah, I mean, he's a 
he hasn't had a, a very good season anywhere here in the last few years. I mean, since before Detroit, really. I mean, I know he was thrown into an offensive coordinator position that he d- had no business being in. But yeah, that was hard to. Stupid. That was ben, that was odd. Ben Johnson's name was like the hottest. He was the hottest thing since Panther Pockets in the terms of coaching. And now he has cooled off so much. He might not even get a fucking head coaching job. Really? I don't know. I think he will. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, for reference, is the Detroit Lions uh, offensive coordinator. Okay, who's the uh, who's the the um, the coordinator from the Dang. Eagles that was hot? Oh, it was their well, offensive coordinator, the guy who might get fired now. I don't know what his name is. Well, shit. Um, <laughs> well, well, now. Well, now we're gonna well, get Dink. Go ahead, sorry. We're going to get pilfered with our – our coordinators are going to be gone, most likely. Yeah. I, I yeah. think Munkin will stay. I think McDonald will be gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's – Munkin will stay. Yeah, you, you might be right with – you might be right with Munkin. Um, but um, Mike McDonald, I think, has got like five interviews lined up. So. Yeah. I mean, they're they're definitely going to get looks. I mean, we've been – we've been dominant on both sides of the ball. So, that's, that's part of the problem these days with – Every coach gets like there's ten coach openings every every year, and I think we're up what we're up to really eight quick. right now, seven or eight. Yeah, and there's going to be more. I mean, I, I can't imagine McCarthy's going to last in Dallas, right? If you guys this think is, there's any chance, there's no way. This this is not the year to be like a free agent head coach. Like if somebody's like in the head oh. coaching lineup with the names that are out there right now, yeah, still want to like, coach. Uh, and not the year to have a bad performance and get fired because you're not going to get rehired as a head coach anywhere <laughs> yeah. this year. I mean, well, Belichick, Carroll seems like he still wants to coach. Vrabel I mean, is, the, is probably the biggest name of the younger guys. Vrabel's the biggest. 90, 90% of the community doesn't think he should have gotten fired. I don't know what they were thinking. Him and the GM don't get along, right? Well, they hated each other. To fire the GM. They, they, <laughs> I, I know. Well, he was pissed. They haven't had a good relationship since he came in and they traded AJ Brown away, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was the previous GM. Uh, was it? Yeah. And then they brought in this guy, Ray, I can't say his last name, Ray, Ray Carpen, I think is how you say it. Um, but the previous GM is the one who traded AJ Brown. And like, I remember Vrabel gave that press conference and he's like twitching his neck the entire time like he just wanted to punch yeah. the guy in the face yeah yeah <laughs> i remember i remember they, they had his reaction when they traded him during the draft night and rabel was like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> <laughs> and and this new guy apparently i've, I've been hearing that uh rabel wanted somebody else and i guess that's gotten down to the i'm sure the gm heard that he wasn't the first pick for Brable, and I'm sure that's yeah. created some animosity. Has to. And then I saw today that the fucking Saints just fired their offensive coordinator, and they're saying that they might bring in fucking John Gruden to be the offensive coordinator in New Orleans. Mm. John and that Derek Carr relationship. John Gruden. John fucking Gruden. <laughs> John Gruden's with- brother got in some hot shit on Twitter last night with RG3. <laughs> I know. I saw that. <laughs> I'm with Brian Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Jay, Jay Gruden had to be drunk because I think one of his tweets says, like, I are, I are punt returner. Be quiet. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> God, 
John. I mean, is John, is anybody going to listen to John after all the N-bombs he dropped and all those emails and stuff? Apparently him and Derek Carr got a really good relationship and everyone thought that it wasn't really a good relationship when they were in Vegas together. And also Dennis Allen's on the hot seat. So if yeah. they like they get off to a bad start next year, see a Dennis Allen, in come John Gruden. He's a head coach again all of a sudden out of fucking nowhere. To be in another league for what, two years? I don't see. Three years. I, I mean, Chris, no I mean, I, I'm not. I, nothing surprises me anymore at this point. But I just don't. That's there's. I, I feel like he's he's blacklisted right now, but I, as he should be. But cast um, spotter, I would love it. Jesus, it'd be great. Yeah, she. I mean, there's no nothing short to talk about with John Gruden. He always has something. You guys, to uh, ahead. What do you guys think Belichick's going? Uh, I think Atlanta. Atlanta makes a lot of sense with that team's already ready. It's basically ready made to uh to thrive, except for the quarterback, and they have the eighth pick in the draft. So, a lot of sense. And him and Arthur Blank apparently like each other pretty decently. I think the only big problem there would be Rich McKay is the GM. So, would Belichick share the GM role? Not have the GM role? No, no. I think he would give it up. I, I, I think that's probably going to be the point of contention anywhere when he goes. He's going to have that conversation. He's going to want input, I'm sure. But I think he's fine giving it up. I think better fits are – I mean, who who wouldn't want the San Diego or the Dallas job? I mean – I will I will fight off against the, the San Diego job. I, I don't think that's as good of a job as everybody thinks it is. Uh, I think Herbert's contract is going to kick in next year, I believe. Um, they are uh, in cap uh, nightmare disaster zone with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, all getting paid above uh, above league average salaries and to very high salaries. They're going to be struggling um, to stay under the salary cap, and they're going to have to make some tough moves. Um, I think that is Keenan be, Allen still there. I thought. I thought this might have been Keenan Allen's last year or they were talking about getting rid of him or something. Well, that's the kind of thing that they're not going to be able to keep Keenan Allen uh, because because they don't have any salary cap. They don't have any salary cap room. And if you can't keep Keenan yeah. Allen, he's been, he's been, you know, one of the best receivers in the league over the last 10 years. You can't. I mean, he had a resurgence. Yeah, he had a resurgence absolutely. this year, too. I mean, um, so I, 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 maybe, I don't think maybe it was quite as uh, – as good as everyone thinks it is on paper. Maybe it was Mike Williams. They need to get rid of Mike Williams. Well, Mike Williams might have been when he plays, but he's never playing. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I think maybe it was Mike Williams' last year. And, and yeah. Yeah. That, that's somebody that it's got to be. They, they need to get somebody that's going to be in the lineup. I think best. Uh, I, I don't know if best case scenario, but I think funniest case scenario is Belichick goes to Dallas. Um, yeah, I think that I would think be, that's. I think that would, that be, would be my go. I think everyone would hate Dallas so much, um, and really, what it comes down to is Belichick needs 15 wins to pass Shula, and if he goes to Dallas, he knows he can get it in two years. Anywhere else, you're kind of playing with fire. They have a ready-made organization. You can take that team. I guarantee you, Bill Belichick is not losing 24 to nothing to the Packers in the playoffs. With that team, not not a shit. 
<laughs> this is going to be cap purgatory at some point here in the next year or two because they got to pay. They got to repay Dak. They got to pay That's CD. They, I mean, so they're going to be, they're basically the younger version of the Chargers. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, have, Belichick's only looking probably for what, three or four more years of coaching. So mm-hmm. whoever hires yeah. him is basically saying, come and fill a culture and then put put a culture into place where we can be successful after you leave. Um, but he's got to go into an organization where they're getting ready to win or are ready to win because he's not at this point going to take a job that's going to be a full rebuild. I don't think. No. Because they got, they got some good pieces, and if they get their quarterback, yeah. you have that rookie that quarterback sense. contract for, what, was it four years, five years? can't remember exactly. I think it's – if you mm-hmm. think of the fifth option. So mm-hmm. that's why I think Atlanta. But – I mean, we'll see. Either anywhere he goes, he's going to bring in his own culture and change the culture, and he's going to succeed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, so you guys are both Falcons. Uh, I, I'm I'm on Dallas. <laughs> I'm I'm going for crazy, but yeah. I'm sticking Falcons. Uh, by the way, when Belichick walks into an interview, what the fuck does he have to interview for? Like, what? Yeah. What, what do you right. like? Hey. Uh, <laughs> Remember that time when I was uh, I was down twenty eight to three and came back to beat you in the Super Bowl in Atlanta? Yeah, <laughs> there's my interview right there. I'm done. I saw. I think uh, he, I, saw I think somebody... he just brings in his box of rings and just drops them on the desk and walks out. <laughs> he wears the rings to the interview. <laughs> I saw somebody tweeted uh, the first question Arthur Blank asked him is uh, how do you handle advers- adversity? <laughs> he shows him yeah. a picture of twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think Brian's kind of convinced me on the Falcons, but gun to head, like when we first started started this conversation, I, I'm Dallas as well, just because I think Jerry Jones is going to do whatever he can to get him in there. I mean, yeah. he, this is probably Jerry Jones's last hurrah for bringing it. He's may, maybe got one or two more coaches left before he dies. Yeah. Um, realistically, right? Because he's what, 80, 85? Yeah, and and his son is is very involved in the organization. He's yeah. the, the VP, basically the the co GM with Jerry Jones. And if Parcells and and Jerry can get along for a few years, Bill and Par- Bill and Jerry can get along for a couple of years. But I think yeah. Brian started to sway me towards the Falcons a little bit. I think that's a more intriguing job. Well, I'll tell um, you what: if, <clears throat> if the Steelers' job opens up, <laughs> or if the Eagles' job saw- opens up. I saw I saw something they were like maybe maybe uh McCarthy and Tomlin just switch places and they both get winning coaches in a fresh a fresh uh <laughs> culture. Yeah. I don't know. Tomlin leaves. I bet you he does a year of like TV because he's actually really good. He's a great speaker. He's funny. But yeah. He's very matter of fact. Very matter of fact. <laughs> You guys think Saban will do TV? You think he's game based off? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he was. Good. I think him just doing McAfee show this this year was him kind of gearing up a little bit. I thought he was fantastic on there. I love listening to him on there. Yeah. After like if Alabama was in the national championship game, he'd be on the game day set, and he did a great job. Mm-hmm. And he wore some great sport coats. Oh my goodness, those those crimson sport coats. <laughs> Well, that's the most important. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, so let's let's round out this so we don't stray too far here. 
San Francisco Packers, what's everyone? We gave a, a small take on this. I'll give mine real quick. I think uh, Packers really blew me away with how well they played. And then, like you said, I, I'm, I think Packers fans should be ecstatic. It looks like they found another quarterback if he keeps playing this way. Um, and especially with how young they are. I mean, I just don't it's, – it's hard to bet against the Niners. They're a wagon. They just are. They're good on every yes, but every they're good every side of the ball, teams, defense and offense. There's just I just don't see I, I'm scared to play them again as a as a Ravens yeah. fan. So yeah. Um they're gonna shove Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey down the Packers' throats. That's exactly what they're gonna do. They're gonna run that ball over and over and they'll just throw something to Ayuk or Kittle. Yeah, Packers defense is suspect. Yeah. I think uh yeah. I, I like Niners minus nine and a half. That's my uh, that's my pick. Yeah, I would probably take that as well. Um, I'm on board. I'm on board there. Um, I take uh, Lions minus six against the Bucks. Lions are at home. Um, I think the Bucks. Uh, I think the Bucks proved a lot um, about uh, the kind of team they are uh, last night. But I, I think the Lions are on a completely different level than them. Um, and I, I think the Lions win that game handily. I, I say two, at least two touchdowns. Oh, wow, they made the Rams burn two timeouts in the second half. And that really, I'm not saying it cost them the game, but that was a major factor in why the Rams couldn't continue to mount a charge. So that yeah. crowd is going to be right. even probably louder than they were this past week. I agree. I'm on, I'm on Lions minus six. Um, I think the only thing that keeps the Bucks in this game is their defense. Um, I mean, realistically, they played they played a, a Eagles team that was they they've looked like shit for what four weeks now. So they they basically were limping limping into the playoffs. They're, they're not not terribly injured, I don't think. But yeah, they they just haven't been on the same page for here for a while. They're they're on the decline, not on the incline right now. <clears throat> Um, Buffalo minus so two versus two and a half versus KC. We both, yeah, we, all we like already KC, picked, right? Yeah, we already picked that. We all like we're all on KC. Um, this is a, not a good I, friend, by the way. We're all on the same page on every game. I know. Well, it's this is good. podcast number one, so we're gonna find we're gonna find out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we're all gonna lose. I was gonna <laughs> ask, what does everyone think? Um, let's do. Uh, we already did gun to head for Belichick. I say we go around and say for the head coaching options that are open today, who do we think is filling them as of right now? Our guess, our prediction. I know it's kind of hard. We'll see if Tomlin's even there, but just, yeah. just with how, how things are right now, um, what do you guys think? Let's start um, with um, team. <laughs> start with the Chargers. Who, who do you think is getting the Chargers job? Harbaugh. I, I agree. Harbaugh. This is not good, guys. Um, <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell we're all good friends. We all agree with the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> What's uh, – Dallas – Dallas um, – Dallas is an open. You, if it becomes open, everyone's uh, – I'm thinking Brable goes there. That makes sense to me. Um, Dallas, I think, will uh, check. I picked Belichick as well. Um, I think I'm sticking Brable with it for right now. 
sticking with it for right now. Uh, all right, let's go to Atlanta. We know he's he's on Belichick to Atlanta. You think Vrabel to Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta. I think Ben Sherman or um, Ben, ben Johnson, Johnson goes to Atlanta. Mm. And uh, let's do Seahawks. Seahawks, Dan Quinn, easy. I think that's 100%. Lock. It's not even a question. It's it's Dan Quinn. He he wants to go, for lack of a better term, home. Yeah. I, I think so as well. I think the only, the only thing that's throwing me right now is I think Vrabel would be a good fit there as well. Um, yeah. But the Raiders, I'm taking Vrabel to the Raiders. <laughs> AP, why don't, why don't we like AP? Yeah, what's wrong with AP, dude? I'm taking AP for sure. That's the logical <laughs> choice. What the fuck is Vrabel to the Raiders, man? Watch out. Uh, Mark Davis likes shiny shit, dude. He likes shiny uh, shit. Mark Davis likes to do stupid shit. Is he gonna mess this up twice? I mean he probably will, yeah. Yeah. We have 50 plus years of history of him and his dad just doing stupid shit imaginable. So, <laughs> sneaky candidate, um, sneaky candidate out there is Anthony Weaver of the Ravens. Apparently, he's been getting some some love. Yeah. And I don't even know oh. what he coaches on he's the. He's got a couple interviews. He he um he's a uh, assistant he head backs? coach, but I think he's officially our D line coach. But he's is he's he, uh. I think that's more of just like a title. He's just a, a defensive assistant. I thought he was D-backs, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've been wait, that wouldn't make any sense for him because he was like a I think he was a D lineman for us back in the day. But yeah, I mean, I've been reading that he's been getting a lot of praise. <laughs> um, like Pro Football Talks really been talking him up pretty good, and uh, Peter yeah. King's been talking him up really nice. Uh, so I, I would not be surprised if he gets a sneaky coaching job somewhere. What do we think about Carolina? Does anybody want that job? I mean, the way the shit that's coming out with the owner there, does anybody want to work for that guy? Coming in doing Monday meetings, Monday morning quarterback meetings with the fucking owner, going over your game plan. I mean, I would go in there. The only guy I think that can go in there and tell him to go fuck himself and instill a culture in there is Pete Carroll. Or, or I mean, obviously Belichick could could do that, but I think Pete Carroll He's not or Vrabel, I think Vrabel would put him in his place. I think Vrabel would actually kill him, like twist his head off his body. Um, that job to me has the desperate first head coach. Time, the first time rookie head coach, like the an Anthony Weaver that we just brought up. Like, oh, okay, I'll go in here because I don't have any other options. But you only get 32 of these jobs, or there are only 32 of these jobs. If you get an option to take one, you fucking take one. I think uh, I think the enemy makes a little bit of sense there. He's kind of a hard-nosed hard offensive coach. They're probably going to be looking for an offensive coach to try to coach up Bryce Young. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't point. think he's going to get the uh, Washington job. They, they, uh, they're probably going to be looking for a bigger name. So I think that makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue that. Um, some reason I just think Washington screams Pete Carroll. I, I don't know. I, yeah. New owner wants to make a splash. Now the new owner might not want to bring in a 70, 70 something year old coach, even though yeah. Pete Carroll acts like he's 50. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, for some reason it just, it just screams Pete Carroll to me. Um, given his energy and they want to, they want to 
they want to energize the fan base. And so Pete Carroll does that for sure. I mean, how the man goes through, I think, six pieces of fucking gum during a game. <laughs> I mean, if I could look as good as he does at his age, I'll do whatever he's doing. Yeah. He's playing much spoons, baby. Yeah. I mean, he's got more energy than I do. It. <laughs> he's got more energy than I do at 70 years plans. old. Fucker. I feel 80 years old and I'm 38. <laughs> are we missing a job I feel like we're missing a job um we hit most of them I, I don't I don't know I don't know who's going to end up in Washington I don't I think the, the Washington and Carolina jobs are going to be uh, up in the air I think with the rookie offensive head coach yeah Dusty uh, Dusty got me there the rookie offensive head coach because they need to bring Bryce Long Bryce Young along and so that makes a lot of sense. And the enemy would make sense. God, I'd feel so shitty for that guy. And yeah. he's tried this long, this hard to get a fucking head coaching job. And he walks <laughs> up with the, the biggest fucking twat of an owner now that Daniel Snyder is gone yeah. um, to uh, to deal with. But he might just need to take it to take it. Uh, I know what job we missed. It's the Titans. They need a coach. Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> they've got uh, they've got Will Levis and Ryan Tannehill's expiring contract. What are they going to do? <laughs> I mean, I, did you I, see the? Uh, was it the the owner was saying that uh, <laughs> they fired him because they want they didn't want to be last in the in the process or whatever in the pick yeah. of the litter or something like that. Like, I have no I have no idea. <laughs> I, I really don't. Where did the GM come from? I don't know. I don't know where Ray Carson came from. That could be a Ben Johnson right there. That that could be the the, the Lions yeah. O coordinator. Yeah, I could see that. I could see him there, San Diego. But well, sorry, Los Angeles. I say San Diego all the time too. I don't. It's it's. <laughs> it was way cooler to say San Diego Chargers and LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. Speaking of San Diego Chargers, you guys see Philip Rivers' son is a first-team All-American freshman high school quarterback at Lipscomb Academy. Oh yeah, he's a uh, St. Michael's, whatever school Philip Rivers is coaching in Alabama. His son is a freshman, fourteen-year-old, had three thousand passing yards in eleven games. You brought up Philip Rivers. He to- he tells a great story about <laughs> when they went to the draft. And him and Eli Manning were in that same draft. And I guess Eli asked Philip, what are you going to buy? Or Philip asked Eli, what are you going to buy with your first, uh, your, your signing bonus? And he's like, oh, I'm thinking about getting like a really nice car or something. And Eli asked Phil, Philip um, the same question. He goes, well, we're, ha- we're about to have like our fifth kid. So I got to get a really big van. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, did he, he had kids in college? Oh yeah! Huh? Oh yeah! I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, he married his high school sweetheart. They were having kids all over the place, and at NC mm-hmm. State. I mean, and apparently, like, it's just he has he. I think he can run a full offensive set in his fucking living room, but it's not a children. Well, and, and she, well, and she's pregnant again right now, right? <laughs> yeah, she's pregnant with his tenth kid. Yeah, tenth or eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're running. They're running triple wide. You know, in, yeah. the, in the living room. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I knew all that. I just didn't know. Uh, I guess I just never thought about when they actually started having kids, but I guess that makes sense. I saw, I also saw this year, speaking of Philip Rivers, that, that like halfway through the season, he was like, I mean, I, I could still probably sling it if somebody needed me to. I think he yeah, was trying absolutely. to come in and steal some of the Flacco's. Like, <laughs> some of the Flacco's. Yeah, I'm sure he's still sitting back there looking at Flacco like, God, I could have done that. I, I mean, I guarantee you every veteran quarterback who, I mean, they wanted that job. Yeah. I would assume. Last year, if the Niners somehow miraculously beat the fucking Eagles in the NFC Championship game after all three quarterbacks got knocked out, they said flat out, Kyle Shanahan said their plan was to sign Phillip Rivers to play in the yeah, Super Bowl. I forgot. Just yeah. One game. <laughs> yeah. Because I can give you one yeah. game. <laughs> I can give you one game, dude. That's all I need to do. And I got two one weeks to prepare. More. <laughs> and the Eagles ruined all of our lives by not letting that happen. God. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. Well, I think successful first one, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to keep it to just football, I guess, on this one? Um, yeah, I think we've, we've been going for a good 30, 40 minutes on it, and I think we're uh, yeah, covered. I think that's good. We're going to have enough to talk about during the offseason. Or- we'll go over uh, – we'll We're going to have some authorial talk. Some- some Maryland basketball stuff. I mean, we're just starting Big Ten play, really. Um, Beat number 10 on the road, just, though, the other day. Yeah, great win right there. That, win that's a had in years. It's, yeah, it really yeah, is. It's been a long time. Essentially, be and like we Wisconsin got when Frank Kaminsky. Oh, God. Got Michigan State this weekend. Yep. Uh, Northwestern uh, tomorrow night, Michigan State this weekend. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, I mean, what, they're three and three. Golf season just so starting. They're playing at Torrey Pines this week. I like Sam Burns at 30 to one, by the way, just in case anybody <laughs> uh, wants to, uh, wants to take that. Is it the, yeah. is it the Travelers? It is the, uh, the American Express. The American yeah. Express. And then I think next week they play Pebble. So. What is it? Like right after the Super the Bowl, I thought. Um, that right after this, our Super Bowl week is usually waste management, and then after that, that's the Pebble uh, Beach Pro Am, I think. Uh, I don't know what the schedule is. I I, I know they're playing at Torrey Pines this weekend, and I know I like Sam Burns at thirty-one. I don't like I don't like love that betting golf beginning of the year because I feel like it's fucking crapshoot a lot of times. Like who was I didn't even know who the guy was that won last week. Uh, Grayson Murray is a little kind of an unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I just saw the story and everything like that. I, I'm sure yeah. everyone see the story about how he sobered up and now he's winning golf tournaments, winning major golf I, tournaments. I, I've, yeah. I've and never, going to the Masters never heard now. Yep. Yeah, I, ne- I never heard of the guy before then. All right. Yeah. Let's see about all, all this other stuff.